From BlueRidgeLife.com, I'm forecaster Tommy Stafford for Seaville 1075 and 1260 WCHP. Come restore and make us God, we need Welcome to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host for the next 30 minutes as we have a conversation about faith and how to integrate our faith into all the areas of our lives. On this program, we like to share testimonies and faith journeys intended to encourage you if you're already a believer and challenge you a little bit if you're still checking out faith because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing from the Word of God That's what we like to do on this show. We share the Word of God, and we pray that God will open up your hearts to receive it today and bless you mightily. And speaking of blessing, we like to start the program with a scripture read. Today's scripture read comes from one of my favorite chapters in the entire Bible. It's New Testament, Gospel of Mark, chapter 5. Some of our hardcore listeners have heard me talk about Mark chapter 5. I'm picking this up right in the middle. There's three great stories in Mark chapter 5. We're going to read the story where Jesus raises a dead girl and heals a sick woman. And we're going to focus on healing the sick woman. It starts at verse 21. It goes like this. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, Who touched my clothes? You see the people crowding against you, his disciples answered. And yet he can ask, Who touched me? But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman knowing what had happened to her, came and fell on his feet, trembling with fear, and told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. We're going to stop there. Later on, we'll talk about this in the program. He actually, the the little girl, um, the Jairus's daughter, she actually passes away, and Jesus ends up going to the town where she is and uh, brings her back from the dead. Um, And there's three amazing stories in Mark chapter five could talk all day about it. And we may touch down on this later in the program, but onward we go. Thank you for joining us. This is everyday faith radio. We have a great guest today. It's Joseph Faroxa. He's back with us 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to break down a little bit of this Mark chapter 5, a uh, couple of the stories in here. We're going to talk about so much more. Again, this is Everyday Faith Radio. We're going to take a quick break and be right back in just a moment. Please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. On Monday, November 11th from 1 to 2 p.m., there will be a Veterans Day ceremony at James Monroe's Highland. The event is free and open to the public. To honor and thank U.S. veterans, all active duty, former and retired United States military personnel will receive free admission to James Monroe's Highland for the day. On Thursday, November 14th from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., Twice as Nice is partnering with the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank to host a food drive and a special shopping event. Bring your non-perishable food donations to the Blue Barrels at either Preston Avenue location. Food donations benefit the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank, while Twice as Nice proceeds continue to benefit community programs for seniors in need. You can learn more about Twice as Nice at twiceasnicestore.org. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to psa at monotillamedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com. And then you're out of desperation. No, you're not the only one. Praying, Lord, above, I need a miracle. Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning. It's great to have you with us on the program, back with us. He's a regular. He's one of my main dudes, Joseph Varaxa. He is the chaplain of the Charlottesville Jail. Joseph, thanks for being back on the program. Man, I love being here. Thanks for having me. You're like the hardest working man I know. I work hard, but everyone works hard. Yeah, and your job is really hard and we're going to talk about that in a second but before we do that i want to go back to this mark chapter five because i love this whole chapter we have three stories going on here maybe we'll talk about maybe this is why we have you on the show today joe we talk about jesus restores the demon possessed man so you know the first part the first story in mark chapter five where the um Jesus uh, comes into this new area and this man comes running down and he's he's possessed with what, what I guess is called a legion of demons, which right. is like a massive amount of Large demons. Amount. And this guy has been hanging out in the uh, in the graveyard, they said. And he I mean, he's so possessed um, by the devil and his demons. He's so possessed that people tried to chain him down. And they couldn't they couldn't keep him chained mm-hmm. and he would break the chains. And anyway, I want to kind of get your take on this. But one of the little mini takes on this first part of the story is kind of weird to me, is that when this man who's demon possessed man came up to Jesus, he right away and, and, and you find this throughout the Bible, the demons were able to identify that Jesus was the son of God. They like he, the, this man went right to Jesus, son of God, have mercy on us or, or you know, what are you doing here? And, and does, does that surprise you at all? I mean, that the demons could tell, but the sorry, our. I say this lovingly, the dumb disciples didn't have a clue that he was the Messiah yet. Right. No, it doesn't surprise me at all. And, you know, it's a topic that people don't talk about often, but the reality is that it's true. It's it's biblical. It's it's in the Bible mm. that there is this possession of people by demons. There's a demonic force out there, and we fight that daily. If you want to come to the jail and witness it firsthand, please come in. Mm. 
and I could tell you that it's a battle zone. I could tell you that there's a fight in there for the very souls of the people in there. Mm. So I see that. I see that in the form of addictions mm. as well. Or I see the blank stares, or I see just the uncontrollable outburst or whatever it is that's in there on a daily basis is real. That's not fake. You can't rig that. You can't, you know, set a stage and say, hey, we're going to act this way. It is there Mm. and it is live. And so when folks come in or volunteers come in, I prepare them for this. That's why we do tours every third week of of the month. Come on in and take a look for yourself and see what's going on in there. So that is the reality. But they recognize Jesus for who he is. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the bonus for us who go in there. That is our driving force to be able to pierce that darkness. I like to be on the assault mm-hmm. instead of being reactive, be proactive, be a tip of a spear, because that's what Jesus does. He, and if you've he not penetrates. read this uh, chapter in the Bible, again, it's Mark chapter 5. We're going to kind of come in and out of this chapter today. But in Mark chapter 5, the first part, the the great ending to the first story in Mark chapter five is is Jesus Jesus sends the demons into a herd of pigs and the pigs jump off the cliff. But long story short, this man who was wildly demon possessed gets restored. He's restored. Yeah, he's completely yeah. restored after an encounter with Jesus. Oh, absolutely. And I think. The restoration, this comes back to hope again. Mm. We offer hope of Christ, of the gospel, to be restored. Mm-hmm. You can be restored. You can be restored. I'm and I say would bet everybody in yeah. this village, what was the village? Yeah. It said the region of the Gerasenes, it's called. Everybody in this whole area would have said that guy is hopeless. There absolutely. is no chance for him. He's cooked. Right. There's absolutely zero chance. How can that possibly happen? But it happens, and it does happen mm. on a daily basis. Encountering Jesus. Encountering Jesus. And that life, the transformation. And I think what you see, and even in biblical s- stories, and what I see is the change in the countenance. Mm. You can't fake that. I promise you, you cannot fake that. When the woman at the well goes to the people, something had changed in her to draw them to Jesus. When this man changes, something had to change, at least physically as well, in his look. It happens. You can't fake that. So the reality of Jesus touching people is visible. Mm-hmm. I completely believe that. Not just the heart transformation, but there's a visible transformation as well. Mm, uh, this is Everyday Faith Radio, and we have Joseph Ferroxa on as our guest. He is the chaplain of the Charlottesville Jail. Let me ask you this. Um, I just wondered, popped in my head. Um, you know, Paul and Peter both spent time in the jail. Yeah. And I'm wondering, uh, maybe this is an obvious question, but do you like talk about that with the inmates? That, <laughs> hey, you know, uh, I, you're, I, you're not the only ones that. Right. Have, uh, I, I have not. I don't. I've never talked about Peter and Paul being in jail. I do talk about Paul being under arrest. Uh, mm-hmm. His last letter being Second Timothy, losing his head under the, the reign of Nero. And the struggles he faced while being in prison, but I don't really, I don't dig a lot into that. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. You know, the only should. thing I just mm-hmm. thought was yeah. when you read about Paul in particular yeah. in the prison cell, he's like singing and rejoicing yeah. and sharing the gospel, sharing the good news to right. <laughs> to the guards who are like tightening up the yeah. the you know the ankle chains. And on I, yeah, and I think you know when I think about it, it's the situation's different. I look at folks here, what they're 
why they're in there. Yeah, right. You know, and I and I probably zero in on the heart, go right for the heart. Mm-hmm. Let's let's zero in on that and who can reach that and only Christ can reach that depth. Mm-hmm. So I, I really focus on that, that he can transform you. He can lift you out of the the pit. Yeah. And so that that's normally where I go. Yeah, I I guess not to beat the horse dead, but where I was going with that is to there is a way to live with this exuberant joy that the Apostle Paul had that even the prison can't affect his joy. Like, you can do whatever you want with me, but even the, the prison cannot take they, away. They can't. And I, and I can tell you, there are two questions I ask folks when they come into my Bible study. How do you see God in all of this? Mm while you're here or because you're here and can he use you while you're here mm. the first question people are dead honest don't believe in God or I do believe in God or has been warning me mm. saw the warning signs ignored it the second question can he use you and some will say no most will say no maybe he, but then something happens with these folks and I remember two females in particular who gave me that answer that said no God cannot use me well we had a baptism two weeks ago and one of the girls that was baptized was led to the Lord by those two girls who swore God that said God cannot use me they led that person to the Lord in the cell all right well let me let me, yeah. let me connect that to the gospel passage that we're just reading so you have this demon-possessed man mm-hmm. falls at the feet of Jesus Jesus expels the demons the man becomes restored I love this ending of this this part of this chapter. And Jesus and the disciples are getting a boat, and they they're getting in the boat, and they're they're heading off. Their mm. mission had been accomplished mm. in that area, and so off they go. And up comes the demon, formerly demon possessed man, now the man who's been restored. Mm. And he's like, "Excuse me, guys, uh, move over because I'm going with you." Mm. And Jesus stops him and he says, "No, I have another assignment for you. Mm. Go back to your hometown and tell." everyone you know about the mercy that God has had upon you. And so he takes this formerly demon-possessed man, well, of course, restores him, builds him up, sends him out. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so... So you're doing the same Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, you're doing the same thing. Absolutely, in Absolutely. You take somebody. Can, God, has, can he use you? Yes. Absolutely, because yeah. he's restored you, and he has something in store for you mm. to go out on his behalf as well to witness to others you can be used and it goes right back to well now there's hope I can't God can use me or God has forgiven me see when they first folks come in there's no way he can forgive me to oh my goodness he can't forgive me yeah he can use me I want to be used so again the countenance changes shoulders come straight back no more you know feeling like you've been beat all your life so and you see that that's the physical transformation Mm. you can see Mm. and this and and it's so interesting that we end up talking about Mark chapter 5 on the program today, and we have Joseph Roxas as our guest, because in both cases, it's the encounter with Jesus Amen. is what right. makes it all It is the, the encounter, absolutely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk a little bit more. I want to hear about the baptisms that you right. just had in mm-hmm. the jail. This is Everyday Faith Radio. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back in just a moment. Please stay with us. Here's what's happening in Central Virginia. On Monday, November 11th from 1 to 2 p.m., there will be a Veterans Day ceremony at James Monroe's Highland. The event is free and open to the public. To honor and thank U.S. veterans, all active duty, former and retired United States military personnel will receive free admission to James Monroe's Highland for the day. 
On Thursday, November 14th from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., Twice as Nice is partnering with the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank to host a food drive and a special shopping event. Bring your non-perishable food donations to the Blue Barrels at either Preston Avenue location. Food donations benefit the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank, while Twice as Nice proceeds continue to benefit community programs for seniors in need. You can learn more about Twice as Nice at twiceasnicestore.org. If your charity or nonprofit has an event, email your information at least four weeks in advance to PSA at monotelemedia.com. For more events, visit our website, wchv.com. Welcome back to Everyday Faith Radio. This is Jeff Gaffney, your host with us on the program, Joseph Veroxa. Joseph is the chaplain of the Charlottesville Jail. Joseph, before we talk about the baptisms, hit us up on the golf tournament. How'd that all go? Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah, that was your fundraiser. That was great. It was mm-hmm. a gorgeous day. Old trail personnel were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Food was great. It was a great turnout. We raised close to ten grand. I think is what the final total was. How's your game? Getting better. Do we need to exercise any demons out of you and uh, your golf demons? Out of the slice, yeah. We're working on that, man. But it, it's gotten better. I, I More consistently in the 80s now, so that's good. Well, um, before we go talk about the baptisms, um, if any of our listeners are thinking, gee, I'd like to support that guy, Joseph Veroxa, and his prison ministry, which, I mean, talk about being at the tip of the spear in the battle. Um, what what's the best way for somebody to support you if our listeners want to want to get behind you? Well, the best way is, is really come see me or talk to me. Give me a call at the jail at four three four nine seven seven six nine eight one extension two two one, and let's schedule a tour. Or if you can't, let's meet face to face. There are multiple ways to help to support financially, or sometimes during the holidays, I just need holiday cards. I just started the backpack ministry. Mm-hmm which we're buying backpacks and putting items in the backpacks so when inmates are being released, they at least have stuff in there with the winter coming up. That's a big deal because they're walking from the jail to wherever. The limousine's not waiting outside no. the jail for a lot of the folks coming out. So that just get involved. Just come see me or let's just talk and I can clue you in on what we're trying to accomplish. Let me give another idea for any of our listeners. If you're connected with a church, mm. Joseph is a phenomenal speaker. I would say invite him, have him come mm. to your church, um, hear his story, and it's very compelling and um, it's it's awesome. All right, let's shift now. Baptisms in the Charlottesville jail. Who'd have thought that's what's <laughs> going on? Yeah. I mean, doesn't that, yeah, it's kind of countercultural. <laughs> it is, but it is, it's trans, transforming, man. It, you're in a, in a, a system like that or a setting like that in a gymnasium with a portable pool and people are getting baptized and I, I call musicians in and other pastors and other witnesses that come in or maybe volunteers to witness this to see what it's all about because it is incredible mm. because for me my angle is I see the transformation I see the change in the folks in there and witness them being baptized is spectacular it makes you realize that you're in the fight for a reason mm. because it can get tiring mm. it can get overwhelming in there i didn't think about it from your perspective that's gonna be a moment for you it, it's to incredible just say thank you god and i don't baptize anybody i bring pastors who have been volunteering 
in there to baptize. Okay. Right. So I, I like to stand back and, and witness it. Who are the pastors you bring uh, Stanley Woodford from Ever, Evergreen Ministries, uh, mm-hmm. Liz Emery. Uh, is one I've got a couple other guys on the mm-hmm. list right now right that that do that because I think they need to be part of that as well. If they're witnessing inside, they need to be part of the baptism mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. just to see that because it is it's an incredible vision. And w- when you see this happening, and folks when they're coming out of the water, that again the change mm-hmm. in realizing that their lives are on a different path now. It's pretty. And so, how many were baptized? Fourteen. Fourteen. Six, and was that men and women? Six. Six women, eight men. Wow. Um, and then talk to me about, all right, they've been baptized. Mm-hmm. What's the after effect? Like, um, is there a little bit, you know, of a energy letdown or do they just kind of no, keep riding? No, that? it's it's kind of a, it's not a letdown. It's it's still high. And mm-hmm. I, I talked, I see the folks today getting more involved in Bible studies now, getting more literature, um, more study Bibles versus regular Bibles, mm-hmm. concordances, to study more in the Word, a little more meat on the word knowing that they can keep moving forward again this whole thing about hope this whole thing that god forgives me this whole thing that i can be used by him despite my train wreck well, let me let uh, me zero in on that that's sure. interesting to me the purpose yeah. so if no matter where you are if if you have a purpose you can oftentimes trudge through the toughest of times if you have a vision and feel like you have a purpose and it seems like that's what's going on oh, yeah. once you get somebody moving the the faith momentum moving it's fantastic it, it really is and i tell people we can reach them inside mm-hmm. i can reach people mm-hmm. it's when they get out the door is mm-hmm. the, the hardest part and that's another story we can talk about mm-hmm. but inside because you're, you're saying and they're believing that there is hope for me, mm-hmm. you got to remember when folks are coming in, the hope's not there, mm-hmm. and when that realizes, oh, completely despair. Mm-hmm. Goodness gracious, total despair. My life's over, mm-hmm. or I have no idea how this is going to happen. I just lost my job, I just lost my family, or I'm going to lose my family. I'm definitely going to lose my job. I'm not welcome back home. Nobody can forgive me for what I've done. Mm-hmm. And so you fall into maybe thinking that you are a mistake. Mistake, You're despair, a walking mistake, or, and, yeah, and, there, and that's like the epitome of hopeless. Hopeless. Why? Why even stick around? Wow. Wow. What? What worth am I right now? Mm. And that's what we face. So that's why I say, you can see the physical transformation as well. When people, when the heart changes, vision changes, everything's changing all of a sudden. That yeah, I can. Now do I say, well, hey, we're, life's going to be easy once you get out? It's not. But now you're empowered. Now you have the advocate. Now you have all this empowerment that you can c- continue forward because the price has already been paid. That's the shackles coming off. I had to go to jail to get baptized. It's, I'm just telling you. Wow. It is incredible. We, and we talked about this last time, I believe. You asked me why me as a chaplain, mm. and it's because it's the Peter story. He's yeah. restoring me. Yeah. The walk on the beach, uh-huh. feed my sheep. Yeah. So yeah. you you pretty much have nailed down your purpose and have your it, vision. It's the it's the call 
yeah. the mission and the vision, mm. the clarity, all three of those. I, I can't even tell you. I've never had that cl- much clarity ever. Have you ever thought about how long this ride is going to last for you? <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> you People just... ask me that. You <laughs> might even work. My, my boss keeps saying, uh, give me a time. <laughs> I, I have no idea. So I just give him 10 hours from or 10 years from each date he asks me. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Yeah, the November 1st, 10 years from the day I'm, I'm going to retire. Right, right I have no idea because I don't know what the window of opportunity is mm-hmm. here. Whatever mm-hmm. he, the Lord has put me here for whatever duration that's that's fine with me so mm. everyday faith radio joseph Verox is our guest joseph i'm a weave back to the gospel read and so what are your takes about um you have the woman i think folklore calls her veronica but that's outside the bible she's never named but we're going to call her veronica give her a name <laughs> that's what uh, you know the kind of the extra reading Tells you. So anyway, we'll call her Veronica. Veronica has been, had this terrible bleeding issue for 12 years. She's broke. And if you're new to the Bible, you have to understand in those days, if you were a bleeder, you were an outcast. You were pretty much like a leper because mm-hmm. the the blood thing meant you were ostracized from everybody. I mean, there are so many in the Jewish laws and rules and customs. You would have been way outside the gate so you would have been no longer had any family Mm. you'd have been all on your own and it said here that she used up all her money uh with the local doctors and so again connecting the dots back to you talking about a woman who was absolutely desperate yeah and the way i picture this here's jesus walking through the town and this woman thinks she has one shot i'm at the very end I have one shot. She crawls up behind and she grabs the tassel on his cloak at the very bottom of his cloak. She grabs onto it and nobody told her to do that. It was just, uh, you know, there's Jesus. My spirit tells me I need to find my way over and and have some kind of encounter. And, and, And then it says that her bleeding immediately dried up. Um. I'm going to go a little bit further, and then I'm going to ask you, Joseph, what your thoughts are. And then um, and then the other astonishing thing is that Jesus recognizes that some energy flowed out of him. So he stops the crowd and says, who touched, who touched me when the irony of that story is that everyone was touching him. Everybody was bumping into him. It was this huge crowd trying to get close, but he recognized that he had just healed somebody. And so he, he puts up the call, who touched me? And this woman, Veronica, came up. And then Jesus again has this encounter and says, daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Mm. Thoughts. <laughs> There's a lot. Mm. Just a journey to get there. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine the struggle just to get there, to get through the crowd, to get to him. But the faith that it took to believe that she would be healed mm-hmm. and the faith that it took for her to, hey, I just got to touch and it doesn't even have to be encountering face to face i've got to be in the vicinity and believing that this man could actually change her not just change but heal her Mm. completely and jesus meets her where she's at he doesn't condemn her for touching him he doesn't do that he says your faith has made you well and yet here we are we talk about faith every day but how much is our faith really how much are we willing to give up or how much we lay aside to trust him completely and then, and then the other yeah. thing that that blows me away is you have a woman who, back in those days, no, you know, fight it took to get there. Yeah. yeah, you have the woman, the bleeding woman, who again was ostracized by everyone, 
and because of her faith, half a chapter in the in, oh, it's in incredible! The, in the Bible is written about this. Well, woman. you know, we talk about what is our our life source. Okay, mm-hmm. from one thing we talk inside, and we talk about you know everyone. If I just hit the lottery, if I just get a little more money, if I just do this, if I just got that, and here she is. If I just touch him, mm-hmm. if I just come in here is there in that area where Jesus is. If I just touch his garment, that's a really good point. I don't, I'm complete. And yet we're looking for everything every day nice. to complete to complete our life. Ugh. It's incredible. It's an incredible moment. The bleeding woman knew. Unbelievable. Yeah. She knew. She had to have. And the demon possessed man knew. knew. They, they knew exactly who he was. That's exactly right. That's wow. powerful. That's powerful stuff. That's good stuff. Oh. Joseph Araxa, um, I have so many more questions, but we're out of time. It is always great to have you on this program. I am really thankful um, that that Joe Thomas convinced me to start this program or supported me, and that I the real dividend is I've gotten to hang out with wonderful people like you, people of faith, and it rubs off, inspires you, inspire a lot of people, Joseph Roxa. I want to tell you that. And um, so I want to close with a prayer, Joseph, for you and your family in particular, but for all of our listeners, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and bring you peace. This is Everyday Faith Radio. Joseph Thanks again for being on the show. Love being here. Thank you. Man, you're the bomb. And I hope you get some rest and play a little bit of golf and get some time off during the holidays. But it is great to hang out with you. We're going to have you back. Thank you. I would love to come back. A couple of weeks, we'll have you back. Thanks, listeners. We'll see you all next week. It's like having a Fox News app right there in your dashboard. Seaville 1075 and AM 1260 WCHV AM and FM Charlottesville. They got their aid and that's what's important. I'm Pam Pusso, Fox News. That from counselor to President Trump, Kellyanne Conway, as she pushes back against the impeachment probe on Fox News Sunday. You cannot cure what has been a flawed process from the beginning where the president has not been afforded due process rights. At issue, military aid to Ukraine that Democrats argue was linked to an investigation of Joe Biden and his son. House Democrat Jim Himes, a member of the Intelligence Committee, also appearing on Fox. We are looking at abuse of power and a level of corruption here that makes the Nixon impeachment look like child's play. Remember, Nixon wasn't the guy who actually broke into the Democratic National Committee headquarters. He just knew about it. Nobody died in Ukraine because Nixon held up aid uh, Uh, to a very vulnerable nation. Congressman Himes also says House Democrats will release the full transcripts of witnesses who have testified behind closed doors. The latest Fox News poll could spell trouble for the president. According to the poll, almost half of all voters believe the president should be impeached and removed from office. 41% oppose impeachment. The impeachment firestorm started with a whistleblower, someone President Trump and Republicans want identified. In a tweet moments ago, the president said the whistleblower got it so wrong he must come 